This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This episode of the Farm Traveler podcast is brought to you by CashRent.com, a brand new marketplace for leasing farmland. CashRent provides you with all the tools you need, finding a tenant for your ground, facilitate an auction, sign and look for your contracts, and receive lease payments directly to your bank account. Landowners and farmers use CashRent as a trusted platform to facilitate everything involved with leasing farmland. CashRent was founded by a farm owner who was frustrated by the lack of clear data available when it came to renting out his land. He had multiple offers coming in, but there was no way for knowing what was a fair price for everyone. This was the moment that Chris realized that there had to be a better way. Chris founded CashRent in an effort to bring transparency to the farmland leasing process and to expand the options available to farmers and landowners by giving them access to people and land outside of their immediate neighbors. CashRent's Cash Restimate tool combines the number of tillable acres on a parcel with the soil types and soil quality present to determine the fair rental price for a piece of farmland. Farmers can bid on this land and then CashRent facilitates the signing of the lease and the lease payment process. CashRent was created to simplify the farmland rental process and to be a trusted platform for farmers and landowners to connect. CashRent is a marketplace, not a middleman. Farmers can expand their operation and landowners can get a fair price for their land with CashRent. Head over to CashRent.com today and get a free cash restimate in under 5 minutes. Maximize your yield with CashRent. Hello and welcome to the Farm Traveler Podcast. I am your host, Trevor Williams. And today's episode, episode 118, is going to be a little bit different. And I mean that in a good way, obviously. So if you have been following us on Instagram or Facebook or even here on the podcast, you might have known we have been working on something um, around honey. Something kind of like a subscription box. Well, that is what this episode is about. Today, which is August 25th, 2021, we are officially launching the Farm Traveler Market Bundle. Um, What that is, the whole goal of Farm Traveler, of the podcast, has been to connect the farmer with the consumer. Because I believe farmers don't get the recognition that they deserve. And there's been a growing trend where people want to learn more about where their food comes from. And so I've been trying to do that with the podcast, you know, by interviewing, (laughs) you know the spiel, um, interviewing farmers and ranchers, entrepreneurs, basically anybody in agriculture in the food science space to learn 
what goes into our food, and how it's made. And we've interviewed people all over the United States, all over the world, from Australia to the UK to Saudi Arabia, and basically everywhere in between. And now we have something that will physically, maybe not physically, but it will literally connect farmers to consumers. And so the goal with our market bundle is to bring some awesome ag commodities to consumers no matter where you are. The I really want this to, you know, kind of show you farmers from across the country that you might not know about, kind of some smaller scale farmers and that you can build relationships with them, get to know them, support them, buy their awesome produce, something that's going to be tastier, healthier, and probably cheaper than something at your local grocery store. And you can build a relationship with them. You can follow them on social media, go to their website, and you can learn more and more about how your food and different ag commodities are being grown. And so the first effort with this market bundle is going to be honey. So we've interviewed a bunch of honey people on the show, and we are actually featuring two products um, from our past guests. They are Jay Williams, who was on a few weeks ago with Williams Honey Farm. We have um, his honey flask. And then if you are an original Farm Traveler listener, we interviewed Register Family Bee Farm, which is based here in Florida, uh, in season one of the podcast, which which I think was about uh, two and a half years ago, I believe. And so also in the box is some of their two below honey. And then we have honey from Hawaii, specifically from Rebel's Roost. Uh, so this guy emailed me. They are related. I think they're the brother of Deus from Lavaloha in Hawaii, the chocolate farm we toured. And they sent us some of their honey with cinnamon. And so we've got three types of honey, one from Hawaii, honey cinnamon, one from Florida, the Tupelo honey, and one from Tennessee, which is on a bottle that says raw, unheated, untreated honey. And it is delicious. I've tried all these honeys. They are super good. Actually, um, our friend and, you know, past guest on the show, Ben Hall. So Ben and his wife, Jessica, came and stayed at Allie and I's house. They were in Florida, kind of, actually, they went on a cross-country road trip, and when they got in, Rebels Roost had actually sent us some samples, and so Ben, Jessica, Allie, and I had, like, a little honey tasting where we had, like, five different samples of honey that we tried, and, you know, they were all delicious. It was, like, chocolate honey, honey and ginger, I believe, and then we decided that the, the creamed honey with cinnamon would be a good choice with the boxes. So, if you would like to buy this Farm Traveler Market Bundle, I will tell you how. The whole goal of this though, is, to, or the whole goal of this first Market Bundle box is to see what interest is like. So our first run, we are only doing 10 boxes. So that's 10 boxes and in that box, you get one honey flask from Williams Honey Farm, one honey thing from Register Family uh, Bee Farm. It's actually the cute little honey bear. Um, and then you get a little packet of the creamed honey with cinnamon from Rebel's Roost. You also get some really neat business cards from all of those companies and some little infographics about how they make their honey and how to get in contact with them with their website, your social media. And you also get some cool little trinkets. There's one honey Starbucks K-cup. 
Uh, it's Starbucks Honey and Madagascar Vanilla. It's pretty good. And then there is one of those little wooden um, honey stirrers, which I see these all the time, but I don't think I've actually ever actually like used one of these little things, uh, which I think is funny. And then there's a little printout in the box. It kind of describes the whole purpose of it. And Allie helped me come up with a great tagline for these boxes. And basically it's connecting the average goods and basically it's connecting the average consumer with high quality small farm products. We hope these boxes build both relationships and repeat customers to bridge the gap between farmers and consumers. So I am ecstatic over these boxes. I think they're going to be uh, super exciting. If we do this in the future, if these 10 sell out quickly, or even, you know, even if they just sell out and we keep doing this, we might try it for spices or oils or produce or something. We will find something because I've learned this more and more while doing this show. And that is the closer the farmer is to the consumer and vice versa, the closer the consumer is to the farmer, the healthier the consumer is going to be and the more profitable and more successful the farmer is going to be. Uh, I think when you know your local farmer, when you want to buy from them, whether that's at, you know, a farmer's market or, or somebody you just know, you're going to eat healthier. You're going to buy less processed stuff. You're going to buy stuff where you know it's being grown. Usually it's going to be locally. And so I think it's a win-win for the farmers, for the consumers. And not to get all hippie, but I think it's also super beneficial for the environment as we're helping reduce... Um, uh, transportation costs, CO2 emissions, and all that stuff. So I think these boxes are going to be amazing. I know I've said it several dozen times now probably, but I really hope these kind of catch on because I think stuff like this is going to be super cool. Uh, so if you're interested in these boxes, here's what you can do. Uh, and of course, if this gets legit in the future and we sell these full time, um, we'll have a different contact method. But for right now, if you are interested in these boxes, I'm going to be announcing them today, August 25th, 2021, on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and on this podcast. So if you're interested, email, email me at series at gmail.com. Uh, or if you want, whenever we post about it on Instagram or Facebook, feel free to message me on there. And once you're interested, let me know. They are $10 plus $5 shipping, so 15 bucks total. Uh, if you're interested in those, let me know, and we will go from there. And I thought it would be cool to have, you know how Disney does kind of a the Disney vault. They release movies every now and then from the Disney vault. I'm going to do a quick little segment from the Farm Traveler vault. So I'm going to play a, some quick clips for you. The first clip is going to be from Joseph Register from Register Family Farm talking about what goes into their production process, um, how long they've been in business, and just a quick little recap of our conversation that we had all, almost two years ago. So uh, go ahead and listen to this real quick. I'll let that play, and then we will talk about our next little interview segment from Jay Williams from Williams Honey Farm. But first... Enjoy this quick little blast from the past with Joseph Register from Register Family Farms. Uh, so we are a 1,200 colony bee farm. Uh, we produce honey. Uh, the only pollination we really do is uh, during February, we go out to California and pollinate uh, almond trees in the Central Valley there. But uh, we're primarily 
honey producers, and uh, we also um, have a, a retail brand uh, where we sell honey and soaps, lip balms, uh, and pollen and different things. How long have you guys been in business? We started in uh, 2012. So bees, uh, they gather nectar and pollen uh, really within about a two-mile, two to three-mile radius from wherever the hive is. So uh, once the sun's up and it's warm enough for them to go out, depending on the season, um, they will uh, they'll go and gather nectar and pollen and bring it back into the hive. So they're they're looking to put up a surplus of honey in preparation for the winter. Um, so if there's nectar to be had, then they're going to send out, uh, out bees to get it. Uh, so our, our job as beekeepers um, is, uh, well, really commercial beekeepers and honey producers, we need to put the right number of bees in the right locations so that they have easy access to the plants that are producing nectar at any given time. So uh, we move the bees around quite a bit during the season, uh, and we have just a, a ton of different uh, locations, yards uh, that we put them in uh, so they can get uh, maximum efficiency. They can bring in pollen and uh, and nectar. It's kind of like, uh, you know, going going out uh, to the to the grocery store if it's close by you can you can make that trip uh, a bunch of times but if you have to go farther you can't do it as much so the closer they are to the the center of, of the things that are blooming uh, the higher the yield's going to be so that was a fun one from joseph uh, i learned a lot from them and they were super register family farm was super nice that they actually donated all of the honey uh, for these boxes. And so I'm super happy to work with them. Their honey is amazing. We see them all the time at the uh, the St. Andrews Farmer's Market here in Panama City. And be sure to check them out. I believe their website, I'm going to look it up so I don't mess it up. It is Register Family Farm. That's register, R-E-G-I-S-T-E-R, familyfarm.com. So our next segment is going to be one of our more recent episodes with Jay Williams from Williams Honey Farm in Tennessee. And here is a quick little uh, interview point from our, and here is a quick little segment from our interview where Jay kind of talks about how the bees are creating honey, how they go about processing it and and kind of collecting it from the hives, and also some lesser known products that you can actually get from honey. So here we go. Hope you enjoy this clip. Let's take you through a typical season. So um, it's good to know, like, if, if one of your listeners is like, hey, I'm thinking about getting into beekeeping, um, at least in, in you're in the U.S., the typical bee season, let's just use the southeast because that's where I am. The typical bee season will, you know, you want to take a class or take a school or something, get your education on uh, in January or February. And it's at that same time that you want to actually order what's called a package of bees, which is a three pound, literally three pounds of bees and a single queen in a cage, like a screened in cage. Um, there's one way to do it and that's the package. The other way to do it is, is by buying what's called a nucleus colony, which is sort of like a mini beehive. And a mini beehive has just been kind of cut out of a large colony. It has five frames of uh, bees and brood, which is the baby bees, uh, pollen and nectar, that sort of thing. And so you, you pick your two you know, directions. Are you going to get a package or are you going to get a nuke? You go to school. So you try and learn at least the foundation or the basics of you know, how to be a beekeeper. And then usually in about March or April is when the bees arrive. That's when they're kind of ready uh, for the new new school of, of beekeepers for the year. And then you feed uh, sugar water or something to try and get your bees through the early spring. 
uh, if there isn't enough nectar available for them to, to raise or to grow up on their own. And then usually around June-ish or so, depending on the year, uh, the bees have grown enough so that they've sort of amassed enough honey to survive the following winter. So my bees right now that I just started this year have uh, gained or gathered enough nectar and pollen and created enough population so that hopefully they will have you know enough resources to make it through to next March, which is when you start actually har making harvestable honey. So the typical process that most people don't understand is that like the day that you get your package of bees or your nuke, it's actually going to be 18 months before you harvest any honey. Oh. And it may sound like, oh, like it's really tough, but you got to remember that you're doing it more for than, than the honey. You know, you're doing it for the great pollination that, that they're going to provide. You're doing it for the environment. You're doing it for the learning experience for you or your kids or your community, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, and then once they're up to speed, so like once you make it past that 18 month goal, then every year you're getting a honey harvest if obviously if they survive and that honey harvest will vary depending on where you live here in Tennessee, you can expect on average around 60 pounds of honey per colony of bees. Uh, so it, it actually starts to, uh, to add up pretty fast once you kind of get up and running. Uh, and you know, in some years you'll make hundred to 120 pounds of honey, which is, is awesome. And, you know, a lot of people are, are also just focused on the honey. You got to remember that there is a ton of other things that a beehive produces that most people don't know about, uh, which would be, you know, pollen. You can harvest pollen. There's something called propolis, which is an amazing little substance they make. Uh, you can obviously make wax, uh, which would be lip balms or candles, um, any sort of salves, that sort of thing. Um, you know, you can harvest royal jelly. You can harvest, harvest bee venom. Uh, you can make more bees. You can make more queens. I mean, there's like literally like a thousand directions to go in, which is really really fun. What um, exactly to is get bee into venom? Bees. So bee venom is 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 kind of controversial too. <laughs> um, this is great, man. This is the theme of this this podcast. But um, so bee venom is cool because uh, you know you, you actually how you harvest it is a little funky. Like you, I don't do it, but there's some people out there that will. Um, they will, there's like a really low voltage shocking. So like you, you, yeah, it looks like almost like a mirror in front of the hive and the bees crawl across this, um, electro, um, area and it like gently shocks them to the point where they excrete a little bit of their bee venom. And then that dries on this glass surface and then you scrape it up. It's super dangerous though, if you don't know what you're doing, mm -hmm. because if you can imagine like a powderized, you know, um, like a dust of bee venom. If you inhale that, that's really not a good day. Oh my God. Um, so you gotta be very careful. But in terms of like cosmetics and, and medicinal uses, it's extremely valuable. So yeah, that was a super fun interview. I had absolutely no clue that harvesting bee venom was a thing. And Jay was super kind enough to also donate the honey for these boxes as well. So Jay, we really appreciate it. So I really hope Hopefully you're not allergic to honey. If you are, I'm super sorry. I hope we have something for you eventually with these boxes. But uh, if you are interested, again, email me at farmtravelerseries at gmail.com. Once these 10 boxes sell, they're gone. But maybe we might do the same honey theme box again. So these are going live tomorrow, or actually rather today, which is August 25th. And once they're gone, they're gone. And I will be shipping them out once we have orders come in. So again, I'm super excited for these. I feel like a broken record, uh, but you know, it's just really cool when you see something come to fruition like this. And I think that 
I really hope that this will build some awesome lasting relationships between farmers and consumers. And so for everybody that's listened to these episodes, thank you so much. I'm super grateful for everybody listening and I'm excited to see where these boxes go. I will keep you all updated. Remember, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook for updates on all that good stuff. On Instagram, we are Farm Traveler Series. I'm sorry, no, just on Instagram. I'm looking it up now because I can never remember what our Instagram is. Uh, it is simply farm underscore traveler. You would think I would remember that by now. But uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us wherever you might be. So thanks again. And we will see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.